Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. So I can't believe I'm saying this, but Maya, my daughter, is gonna turn two years old <laughs> in just a few weeks and I can't even believe that that is the case it feels like she was born just yesterday and I was told early on I mean if you have kids you've heard this before but shortly after she was born I had a few people tell me that the nights are long but the years are short and uh, I just wanted to like punch people <laughs> Much not really, but uh, I was like, "Come on!" I'm in like it's you know three thirty in the morning, and I'm up uh, bouncing my daughter because she's screaming and she won't go to sleep. And so you just want uh, any kind of help at that point. Anyway, yeah, she's turning two, and I can't even believe it. And like many of you here in 2020, what a year, right? It's been interesting with COVID, and we've had no help, you know, in childcare since early. March, my wife and I haven't been on any kind of date or anything in about eight months now, which is great. Um, but again, this so many of you are, are experiencing the same thing. But you know, one question I, I, I get quite a bit is people want to see you know a glimpse into my daily schedule and how I balance running the business, and I have a two-year-old, and you know all that fun stuff. So I thought I'd share that with you, give you an inside look today into my daily schedule and how this whole thing goes down. Running a seven-figure business, got a small team, and make time for my daughter, obviously, which is first priority, and my wife, and also take care of myself because if I'm not doing that, then nothing else is happening, right? So that's what I'm gonna dive into on today's quick tip. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. 
Quick Tip Friday, my friends. Welcome back to the show. This is episode number 444. 444. Yes. Here on the podcast, we're talking about my daily schedule (laughs) on today's Quick Tip. A lot of people ask me, what's my schedule like? With an almost two-year-old, Maya's going to be two on December 15th. And so we are quickly coming up on that. And... Man, she is just, she's just growing so fast. And so, like I mentioned at the top of the show, like so many of you this year with COVID and stuff like that, you know, our schedule's thrown out the window for so many people. We used to have childcare like three days a week, but we haven't had any help there since early March. We haven't had a date night or date afternoon or, I mean, well, date nights, come on. Like, <laughs> we haven't had a date period in since earlier this year. So anyway, I wanted to share with you what we do, well, like what I do with my with my schedule, how we make it all work. And so, like I said, you know, so many of you have gone through the same types of things here that I'm about to share with you. But hopefully, some things I share with you can, you know, not only give you some insight into my world here and running the business and being there for my daughter and, and stuff like that, but I'm also going to give you some really practical tips as far as scheduling time and stuff like that. That's been super, super helpful for me, which I've not always been really good at. But holy cow, when we're faced with things like this, we get really good at stuff really quickly, right? And so I would say the first thing that you know we did as the family is, you know, my wife has her own online business where she does coaching in the health and wellness space. She took on most of the, you know, 95% of the childcare. And so it was a big shift for her. But what I've done, what we've, what we've worked through is I've arranged my schedule during the week where Tuesdays and Thursdays, and, and look, is this the perfect schedule and the perfect way to do things? Heck no, but it's worked for us, right? Tuesdays and Thursdays, I start work at 9.30. So I, I jump into the business at about 9.30 in the morning because I watch Maya from about 7 a.m. till about 9.30 so that... Amy can work out and try to ease into the day. We set up a workout area. We put up a pull-up bar in the in our garage and stuff like that. And so that happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then also on those same days, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I take over for, for Amy to watch Maya around somewhere between 3.30 and 4 and so that she can have a break. Okay. And then on Wednesday afternoons, Amy does coaching calls and, and stuff like that. So I take over. It's usually later in the afternoon. Anyway, that's kind of how we set things up. And so what that's done for me is I've said, okay, I have this many hours during the week. And so how do I want to make sure I'm getting all these things done? Right. And so the first thing I'm doing is I'm planning my week on Sunday afternoon, sometimes Monday morning, but generally if I'm planning my week on Monday morning, it's too late. I'm already into the day at that point, right? I want to hit Monday morning running. Now I do start off Monday mornings with team meetings, right? And so what I've done is I've, I have set up themed days, but then I have, I got this term from Craig Ballantyne, focus blocks. So blocks of focus time within those days. So I'll explain more on that in just a second. Okay. So I'm planning my week on Sunday afternoon. I'm getting my personal appointments, my workouts, et cetera. And then, you know, the times I'm watching Maya on the calendar first. Okay. And then I do a brain dump of all the different things I need to get done that week. What's my focus. And then I break each one of those things into a micro step, if you will. So let's just say I need to record a podcast episode. Okay. What are the things I need to do in order to record that podcast episode? Well, if I don't have a topic already, we have to come up with a topic. We usually have topics planned out, but we're outlining the episode and then recording it, that sort of thing, just high level, right? 
But then what I'm doing is once I've broken those steps out, I'm assigning how long I think things will take me to accomplish. So for example, okay, outline whatever podcast episode. Okay, I think that's going to take me 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever. And I assign that to it. And then I do that with everything I need to get done that week. And then everything goes on the calendar. So everything's getting scheduled on the calendar. And I'm putting the most important things that I need to do in the morning because I am a morning person. <laughs> As the day goes on, I start to get, you know, like I'm, my brain's starting to shut off, especially with, you know, a two-year-old. And so I want to just kind of, that's just sort of the overall scope of what I'm doing from a planning perspective to get the things done that I need to get done. Now, do I stick to the schedule on my calendar, like religiously during the day, every single day? Heck no, I'm actually getting, I'm getting better at it, but it's something that if I'm not done with something, I tend to underestimate how long something will take me to do. And so rather than going on to the next thing that I'm supposed to be doing, meaning based on my schedule, I tend to keep going to finish that thing. It's kind of like if I'm reading a book to Maya and she like, we're on page, you know, whatever, seven, and she pulls the book away to like, look at some pictures. I'm like, wait, wait, we're not done. We're not done the book. We have to finish the book. And uh, yeah, it's like, chill out, Rick. Okay. But specifically, I'm just going to take you through like a Tuesday and a Thursday. So again, those are the days where I'm starting a little bit later. So I'm starting at about 9.30 in the morning. So I'm watching Maya from about 7 a.m. till about 9.30. And I say watching, we're having breakfast together. I get her dressed and stuff like that. We'll go for a walk. She likes to go out in the car, you know, go for a ride in the car. So we're easing into the day that way. And then around 9.30, I'm jumping into business. So on Tuesdays, that's one of my content creation days. So Mondays and Thursdays are my call days. I do coaching. I'll do podcast interviews, both for my own show here and then other podcasts where I'm being interviewed and that sort of thing. Now, Tuesday and Wednesday are content creation days. So those days, I might also be putting together some podcast episodes, for example, but maybe I'm doing an outline for a podcast episode or I'm creating a piece of training for the accelerator program or for optimized or what have you, right? So it's content creation day. And then within these days here, within Tuesday, which is a content creation day, I'm doing focused blocks of time. One of my problems, one of my areas for improvement, we'll call it, is I jump from thing to thing to thing. Meaning like I might do a podcast outline over here, then I might jump over to something over here and I jump back and it's like, number one, it's super draining. It is not productive and it is not a good use of time. And so what I started doing is I block out, say like a 90 minute block of time where I say, okay, for 90 minutes, I'm only going to review emails that have been written for me. Or I'm only going to be reviewing ad campaigns or I'm only going to be writing ad copy or whatever. So I'm using that block of time to truly focus on one type of activity. And then I'll take a break and then I'll move on to the next focus block of time. Okay. And I do that basically on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And Thursdays, again, just like Monday, that's a day where I do calls, I do coaching, I do interviews for not only this show here, but I also do interviews for when I'm on other podcasts. So again, I'm blocking those time blocks. So based on the focus. So if I'm doing interviews for other podcasts, I'm going to block that over a period of time. 
So let's just say I'm going to do three on that day. They're going to be back to back to back. So I'm in that mode of being interviewed for another show so I can show up and give everything uh, you know, a value during that time. Because, you know, look, if you do a podcast episode, for example, you know, you prep for it and you actually do it. And then afterwards, it takes you some time to, to get back into it. That's why I'm really working on doing those focus blocks. And so, again, I am front loading my day, meaning I'm doing the most important activities, if you will, those revenue generating activities, whether it's working with members of my team to improve what they're doing or recording an episode for the podcast here or doing a coaching call. I'm front loading the day with my most important activities. And then the later that the day goes, then I'm moving into more, some of the more administrative types things and that I'm still doing. Now, with that said, throughout the day, I'm taking breaks and I'm going to see Maya upstairs. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that we bought a home in January of this year. And it's a three-level uh, townhome. And on the bottom floor is a bedroom, full bath, and then out to the garage. Well, the bedroom on the first floor is my office. And so I go upstairs throughout the day to say hi to Maya, say hi to Amy, hang out with them for a little bit, give her a hug and stuff like that. And then I'll come back downstairs. I'm also jumping out to the garage to do some pull-ups and stuff like that, pull-ups and push-ups and stuff like that, that I try to do throughout the day if I don't have a designated time to work out that day. So I'm still getting exercise in, for example, but I'm just kind of jumping out you know, for like 10 minutes at a time just to get my heart rate up, take a break, come back in more fresh, all right? And so that's kind of what I'm doing throughout the day. And then on Tuesday and Thursday, again, I'm finishing between 3.30 and 4, and I'm taking over for Amy at that point to give her a break. And that's when I usually take Maya out for a walk in the neighborhood, and we hang out and I play with her. We usually watch a little TV at that point. We watch Sesame Street. I am a whiz at all the Sesame Street characters now. Oh, yeah. She loves like Elmo and Abby, Kadabby, and <laughs> all that stuff. I'm a very knowledgeable Sesame Street person now. And then from there, we're moving into dinner time and the bedtime routine, right? So I'm the designated bath giver, and we move into you know that time, and then usually around somewhere between 7.30 and 8.00, then we go into cleanup mode. So for those of you guys with kids, you got to know what I'm talking about here. But that's how I kind of structure my day. The important thing to remember here is that based on the schedule that I've set up during the week, I've given myself about 25-ish hours per week. And the focus, the number one priority is my health, right? My self-care, because if I can't do that, then I'm not able to give anything. Then it's Amy and Maya, spending time with them, and then also being present for the business. Now, I, like so many of you, also have a hard time shutting off at the end of the day. I'm always thinking about the business in some way, but one thing that's really helped me is at the end of every day, I just do a brain dump, right? So I'm literally recording this episode right now at 3.41 in the afternoon, and it's a Wednesday, and I am stopping in about five minutes literally to go upstairs and take over for Amy because Amy's about to jump on coaching calls. So at the end of the day here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a brain dump. I'm going to get everything out of my head. I got an iPad 
like last month and oh my God, I can't believe I waited so long to get an iPad. I freaking love it. But I just do a brain dump right on my iPad. Like what are all the things I'm thinking about? What are all things that, that need to get done that I just want to get out, right? And then I use that to prioritize to make sure that tomorrow's schedule aligns with what I've just brain dumped. Or can that just go on next week? Or can I just delete it? Just don't do it all together. Or can I delegate it, right? But that's kind of what my day is made up of. Now, I didn't mention Friday, by the way. Friday is my kind of catch-all day. So anything I need to catch up on, anything I didn't finish during the week, I'll do on Fridays. And I finish up on Fridays around two or so. I usually try to take a half day on Friday. But Friday is kind of my catch-all day where I catch up on things. And so that's what I'm doing. That's kind of day-to-day what I'm doing. And the first focus, obviously, is to make sure that my health is you know in order. I'm taking care of that. But I'm spending as much time as I possibly can with Maya and with Thami. And then we're being super, super efficient with how I'm spending my time on my business. And so I'll do another episode here coming up. I'll do a longer one here on the show where I talk about some of where I feel guilty, the dynamic that has been with Amy and me and, and you know, this whole schedule and, and COVID and, and you know, not having childcare and all that stuff and running the business and all that. I'll dive into that more so because again, it's a question I get a lot and I think it's super, super important to be talking about this stuff. Before we wrap up, if you've been listening to the show, you know that the doors to my brand new, brand new program, Offer to Optimized, are now open as of November 19th, Thursday. If you're listening to this when this episode came out, that's yesterday. And Offer to Optimizer, OTO as we call it, is my new implementation and coaching program for online course creators who are looking to create consistent 5K revenue months. So if you have an offer already and you're an online course creator, maybe you've got a membership, maybe you've got an online coaching program and you're struggling to get some momentum in your business, then offer to optimize this for you. And this program is unlike anything that you've seen. And this is not some, you know, like, it's the greatest thing ever. I mean, it is, but it's not some markety kind of thing. This is unlike anything that you've seen. And my team and I have been putting a ton of work into it and I could not be more excited about the transformations that people are going to have going through Offer to Optimize. Because, you know, I've had courses for a long time. This is a program and it's a coaching program as well. So in addition to all of the teaching and the lessons and the modules and stuff that you have inside of Offer to Optimize, you're also getting implementation help. You have an assigned support and success coach as part of the program. I'm doing monthly Q&As. Like, I'm so excited about this program. So if you want to learn more and enroll, it's only open for a few days right now. Go to OfferToOptimized.com, OfferToOptimized.com to learn more and enroll. All right, my friend, as always, super appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me today. I'll see you right back here for the next episode here in the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.